Thanks for tuning in to the Michigan Business Network. This is Vic Verstro here hosting the brand new show on the network called Michigan Corners, where we talk about all things meetings, events, festivals, and tourism in the Great Lakes State. And I have to tell you, if you go around the state, there's a, so many wonderful gems and places to be. And of course, one of the best places that I can think of, especially in the summertime, and I'm sure it's a, it's 12 months as well, but in the summertime, God has kissed the area called Petoskey, Michigan. And all the way up in Petoskey, Michigan, we have Diane Dakins. She is the Assistant Director of Petoskey Area Visitors Bureau. Diane, welcome to our show. Well, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it, Vic. Well, I'm, I'm delighted. And, and Diane, I have to let a little bit of our listenership into uh, the behind-the-scenes stuff. When you and I were talking about, are you the right person to talk about the Petoskey area? You said, you know, I've been doing this for 30-plus years. I think I know a little bit enough to be dangerous. And I thought, you're just the person we wanted to talk to. So <laughs> I'm so glad you joined us. I, and tell me, uh, it's uh, it's right now it's summer down here. How, how What kind of a summer have you had up in beautiful Petoskey? We are having an amazing summer. We, st- we started with 90-degree temperatures in May. Uh. <laughs> that's kind of uh, that's kind of plateaued, but you know we've had sunshine and blue skies, and when we've had rain, a lot of times it's been at night instead of during the day. So the greens are lush and wonderful. The blue of the lake is just mm. sparkling. And the smiles are ear to ear. Yeah, I'll bet they are. You know, and I got to tell you, of all the places in the world, you up in Petoskey pretty much capture the the color blue because when you get blue skies matched with that unbelievable Michigan Lake Michigan blue uh, out there in the waters, it's a pretty sight, isn't it? It's uh, probably what, what lured you there, right? Uh, actually, uh, the job, um, a different job, lured me here. I worked for a broadcasting company downstate, and they transferred me up here, <laughs> and I was delighted. No doubt. Where was downstate, by the way? Muskegon. Oh, in Muskegon. Sure, place. that is a nice place over there. I, they've got a lot going on over there uh, in their favor, but you had a chance to go north and slide around the corner a bit. So, um, you, you And how many years ago was that? I want to put a date on you, but just give us a decade or two. Uh, that was about 36 years ago. Wow, isn't that something? Well, you came as a baby, no doubt, up to Petoskey. But when you got up there, was the lure to come straight to the Visitors Bureau? Was that where you went straight to? No, no, I moved with with my company. I came and worked for another radio station, and I was at the station for a while, and then I had a baby, and finding daycare at 4.30 in the morning when you go to work uh, is kind of difficult. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. no doubt. <laughs> I left and uh, wound up with the uh, Visitors Bureau, and it's been a wonderful trip. Yeah, no no doubt. And I have to tell you, of all the, I just pride myself as being an ambassador for the state of Michigan. Every once in a while, I get at a, at a hotel or whatever, and, I'm, and I see I have somebody from out state, and, um, and I say, well, hello, how are you doing? And they, they smile, and I say, where are you from? And they might say Arkansas or, or Tennessee, wherever. And I just slap them on the back and say, well, thanks for coming to Michigan. We need the money. And so <laughs> it's always good to have people come and visit us. And i got to tell you, uh, of all the places they can come and see, Petoskey is absolutely incredible. So if you look at the Petoskey area, um, one of the challenges that I found recently um, in terms of going and traveling right now, um, I think... I think it's awful hard to get reservations. Um, uh, do you got plenty of lodging? Are there is there space for those of us down here that want to come up and and uh, take a few pictures in Petoskey? 
Well, it depends on when you want to come. We're yeah. certainly not going to tell you not to come. <laughs> we do suggest that you make reservations as far in advance as possible, particularly if you're going to be picky about where you stay. If yeah. You have to have that hotel on the water that allows pets and has room service and you know, comes with a serving of Tom Selleck on the side or something like that. <laughs> you, you need a reservation. Yeah. Well, and, but, and so is that is that anything that visitors bureaus do? I mean, if if a if a person that's just a general tourist uh, would would is is that something that they would go to your website or that they would actually make contact with you to try to figure out um, where they would go once they get up there? As far as if they had lodging already. Yeah, how what? how what kind of services do you provide? If if I'm if I'm just a general tourist and I want to jump in my car this weekend because I hear the weather is going to be great and I want to head north, um, can I call the visitors bureau or is it more? Do I should I just uh, go to go to uh, shop Trivago or whatever my travel uh, options are? No, well, we definitely suggest you go to our website, which is PetoskeyArea.com. There's a couple of different ways to search for lodging. Um, we do have a, a system in place that helps you look and see who might have availability. So it's, it's much better to do that. And definitely what we say is even if you, if you see a property that looks like it's full or if you have questions about, we, we don't recommend going through Expedia or something like that. We say hmm. call the property directly because yeah. they're the ones that really know. They've got it. Yeah, that's a great point. Right now I'm doing some uh, arrangements for later this month, and I'm much to my chagrin, my favorite spot to stay in that area was full based on the uh, – on the uh, website, not not their website, but so great tip. I think that's when we're traveling around the way. Well, when we have a chance to talk to you, we're so grateful because what we want to do is kind of get a greater understanding of the Petoskey area. And for those that don't know uh, how kissed by God it truly is, uh, we want to hear all the special spots, all the special nuances about that place. And to do it, we've got Diane right straight from the Petoskey Area Visitors Bureau. So we're so glad you're with us, Diane. So glad you tuned in to the Michigan Business Network. This is Vic Versario. We'll be right back. Physicians Health Plan is local. For 35 years, we've been a part of your community, and we take pride in helping you get the coverage, care, and personal service you deserve. Go to phpmichigan.com for more information. We're the health plan that works for you. Thanks for tuning in to the Michigan Business Network. This is Vic Versero here on the Michigan Corners, where we talk about all things meetings, events, festivals, and tourism in the Great Lakes State. So with us, our guest today is Diane Dakins, and she is the Assistant Director of the Petoskey Area Visitors Bureau. And I need to make sure I accent that area thing here, too, um, Diane, just to make sure I understand it, because I talk about Petoskey, and, it's, and it kind of is a pretty famous spot in the world, but there's other smaller bergs that are that are around and included in that whole Petoskey area, right? So what are those, yes, other, what are those other towns? Uh, included in the Petoskey area is uh, beautiful Harbor Springs, mm-hmm. which is across the bay from Petoskey. Yep. A little village called the Lanson, which is about eight miles northeast of Petoskey and the beginning of uh, the gorgeous inland waterway. Oh, yeah. 
we have Bay Harbor, which is the newest community in the area, about 25, 26 years old now, and they're four miles west of Petoskey. Mm-hmm. And then we, of course, have Boyne Falls and Boyne City, both about 16 miles from us. Boyne City on Lake Charlevoix, beautiful Lake Charlevoix, just a darling little town. And Boyne Falls, of course, home to Boyne Mountain Resort. Sure, yeah. Well, that's awesome. So those are that that really Petoskey added in there. That really is uh, Harbor Springs, Alanson, uh, Bay Harbor, Boyne Falls, and Boyne City. That really, when we say Petoskey Area Visitors Bureau, those are the areas that you're representing, correct? That's correct, and it makes it a lot easier to answer the phone when we just say Petoskey Area Visitors Bureau. <laughs> great point. That's a great point. You know, I, I mean, it's, it's uh, with a last name like Versero, you're exactly right. I get that. Make it easy and keep it simple. So I love I love where you went with that. Well, when I think about um, that area, um, there's some pretty amazing spots, and I have been to each and every one of those towns. And so one of the things that I like to make sure we talk about is sometimes we have meeting planners and decision makers that are tuning into this particular program. And I want to make sure they understand about the uh, amazing opportunities we have to host some world-class events. And don't just think about large downtown uh, facilities. Everybody loves to get away. And there's some you have some ability to host some pretty nice uh, conferences up your way, right? We do have from Boyne Highlands and Boyne Mountain Resort, the Inn at Bay Harbor, Stafford's family of hospitality lodging has several properties that that can host meetings and they do just a wonderful job of course the odawa casino resort also can do host meetings and that type of thing um you know so we have the bigger players like that right down to you know some small intimate places like the wineries and the crooked tree art center and even our local college all can host meetings, and we're delighted to work with people to do that. Interestingly enough, about 37 days before the world shut down last year, (laughs) we hired our first ever sales director (laughs) (laughs) for the Visitors Bureau. And uh, Suzanne Seif is a very hard worker and ready, willing, and able to assist anybody that's looking to plan a meeting, nice. big or small. Well, and, and so she's a wonderful person, but unfortunately has the worst timing in uh, known demand. So that, that's too bad she started at that time. And what a tough uphill swing. But I got to believe it's time for, uh, it's go time right now in terms of trying to find uh, space and everything else. When we think about meetings up in uh, the greater Potosky area, and all those wonderful towns and villages that you have representing the area. Tell me, um, do, do we have a chance to get um, uh, into uh, uh, these kind of conferences in the summer, or are you just booked so busy with tourism that, that it's more practical to do a spring or fall? Maybe they give you a better rate at those other times, huh? Certainly off-season is, is a better rate. It's difficult to get here in the summer, um, you know how hard it is sometimes to book one or two rooms. Yeah. So if you're trying to book 20 or 30, that can be difficult. But there are a large number of rooms, certainly at both of the Boyne Resorts. Stafford's Perry Hotel, the downtown hotel, has 81 rooms. So there is certainly some some room to try and work with those summer meetings. We do recommend going to fall, 
spring, even winter. You mm. know, you come up here in the winter and have a meeting, and when you're done with the meeting, go do some skiing or snowshoeing or cross-country skiing or wine tasting. So um, we can certainly try to accommodate all the way through the year. Well, and I love that. I love that because, and here's the other thing too. I got to tell you, spring um, in um, in Michigan is just an incredible time, and I just know um, people are off want to get off to a great seasonal start. Um, if you're in one of these resorts or or conference centers, and boy, giving you a better deal in the spring or even sometimes in the fall. And then, of course, you know when we talk fall in the Greater Petoskey area, it's like breath takingly, oh my gosh, Walt Disney is spraying the countryside with colors. So uh, that's something that almost nowhere can you compete with that. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, very definitely. And I'll tell you, some of the views out the the meeting conference rooms are pretty spectacular. (laughs) One that, that just jumps into mind is our Holiday Inn Express and Suites which overlooks this valley, and it's just an amazing array of colors. So it, it may kind of make you tune out of the meeting a little bit <laughs> if you're not careful. Well, is that the disclaimer too, Dan? we kind of got to put that on the bottom of everything you sign when you go to the Petoskey area. Careful, your attendees may be uh, uh, sidelined by visual uh, beauty that's, uh, that's going to distract them from the conference. But isn't that what it's all about, to make uh, creating great conferences, great opportunities? All starts with great memories and great visuals. And of course, that's what the Petoskey area provides for everybody that partakes of it. And we're so glad you you're helping us understand that area better, Diane. We're so glad you tuned in to Michigan Corners, the brand new show here on the Michigan Business Network. We're going to pay some bills and come right back. Sinair has been advancing communities and providing opportunities for people in Michigan for more than 25 years. Through lending, investments, and the creation of homes and jobs, Sinair has made a combined $7 billion impact on the communities they serve. Learn more at www.sinair.com. This is Michigan Corners, where we talk about all things meetings, events, festivals, and tourism here in the Great Lakes State, right here on the Michigan Business Network. And with us today, Diane Dakins. She is the Assistant Director, Petoskey Area Visitors Bureau. And Diane, I'm just, I want to come see you and do this in person instead of setting so far away from that beautiful area of yours. So um, thanks again for being with us. But you know, as I think about um, coming off this last segment, we were talking about conferences. And man, if you want to haul, uh, get, catch some somebody's interest and have them uh, uh, plan on coming to a really uh, beautiful conference location. The Petoskey area is uh, is a perfect selection. But I have, for those meeting planners that are maybe, uh, our group likes to go out and have fun at night or whatever, are there some things that you can point us to that would go, wait a minute, um, we don't take a back seat to anybody on fun. Uh, tell us a little bit about what happens in the after hours around there at a conference. Well, it depends, of course, on the conference, what they want to do and where they want to go. And, of course, the pandemic has made things a little difficult for right now. Yeah. So I think that you have to have to take the things that we talk about and, and look out a little bit because some of them might not be quite back yet. But, you know, certainly we have an array of wineries and breweries that um, are definitely – expanding and do a magnificent job so 
that's that's something that we know that a lot of people like to do after the meetings. Shows can be put on. Of course, we've got amazing golf in the area. There's mm. 17 golf courses within 30 minutes of each other. And, of course, the Big Ten, Boyne's 10 golf courses, are incredibly popular. So that's a good thing to do after hours. Um, that kind of thing, Lavender Hill Farm is not necessarily after hours, but could be um, something that stayed open a little bit late to do something. Pond Hill Farm also. So different things like that shows at the Crooked Tree Arts Center. Mm. And of course, the Great Lakes Center for the Arts is a spectacular venue to not only take in a show, but you can also host your cocktail party or something like that right at the Great Lakes Center for the Arts, and they do a wonderful job. So they'd be and, willing to do a buyout of the of the venue so you could actually have a private event? You can have a private event wow. there, and they have a, a rooftop area that's oh. beautiful, depending on, obviously, when you're here and sure. whether or not you could do that. But, yes, they are willing to work with you. Is that a lake and, view from that from that rooftop? Oh, it is. Oh, yes. you're kidding me. That could you imagine yes. having a conference reception on the rooftop? Oh, that man, I got to tell you, the possibility is endless. Talk about a, a draw from your participants uh, to get them there, no matter where you're coming in the state, and also uh, making special memories. That's that's just cool stuff. It, it is. And one of the other places a lot of people like to go is, again, the Odawa Casino Resort does not only the gaming, which lots of people like to do from the table games to the slot machines, but they also have a lot of live entertainment and now they have uh, victories, which is the sports betting. Mm, yeah. Well, and, and, and at the casino, do uh, are they set up for conferences? Do they do uh, uh, conference and meeting rooms with breakout rooms and great rooms or no? They can do that at the hotel. Um, they are not doing too much of that right now, but I do anticipate that that will be back up and running again shortly in the future. Yeah. Well, and so I think the point is, is that is that what, regardless of which town you've chosen, because if you look at uh, uh, Petoskey, right across the bay is Harbor Springs, right? So that's that's yeah. just around the corner. So you so you don't give anything up there in terms of that. If you have a conference there, you have a chance to go over to Harbor Springs. The shopping uh, in in the views of Harbor Springs are just absolutely darling. It's incredible what a beautiful area that is. And then if you if you look around the other uh, direction, you get out to Alanson, um, the water features out there because Alanson's kind of a, a stepping off point for uh, a chain of lakes. Is that do I have my my facts right on that? You do. It's it's about the beginning of the Inland Waterway, which is a 36-mile stretch of water which goes through Crooked Lake, Crooked River, Indian River, Burt Lake, Mullet Lake, all the way out <laughs> to Lake Huron. Yeah, can it's you imagine? It's a long trip if you do it in one day. <laughs> well, I've actually, as a young man, I did it with a, with a powerboat, and, and you know, I had two nickels to rub together, my powerboat broke down, so it became a long trip, but it was memorable and fun, and I've been out there since with a better boat. So I, it's a it's a great, it's phenomenal scenario. So there's there's, I just think about... 
if I was if I was looking at a conference and I wanted to do something that was going to be special, depending on the size, of course I'd have to figure that out where that could be. But you've mentioned some great alternatives, and then you think about the pre-conference events that people could do, whether it's the the uh, the summer months uh, in terms of boating and sightseeing, or whether it's fall with some leaf peeping, or whether it's going to be the winter with some uh, with some snow uh, type events as as well. That's just pretty phenomenal that you could do before and after uh, events. And you see that happen quite often, don't you, with conferences? Oh, we do, definitely. And a lot of people that come up here, you know, the nice thing is if you're in a conference all day, there's things for your spouse to do. Oh, you're yeah. not stuck out in the middle of nowhere. Um, there's a lot of different things for the spouses to do, the kids to do. And again, Suzanne Seip, our director of sales, is very capable and willing to help you plan those types of things. Well, we're going to talk in the next segment about some of the great things to do because there's some things that have happened um, in the last 20 years in terms of developing uh, some wines and breweries and different things like that in the area. And that, along with the golf and the spectacular views, makes uh, the Petoskey area truly one of the greatest jewels of the state of Michigan. And we're so glad, Diane, you're here with us to share it with us and help us understand it. So we're going to be right back after these quick messages here on the Michigan Corners. This is the Michigan Business Network. Thanks for tuning now hiring capital area michigan works can assist you with your hiring needs all at no cost from large-scale hiring assistance to locating the right candidate for a hard-to-fill position capital area michigan works is your resource we offer creative solutions from career fairs to on-the-job training grants and scholarship programs to make sure you have the best and brightest employees visit our website at www.camw.org to learn more about how we can assist your business with its hiring needs Thanks for tuning in to the Michigan Corners. I'm so excited to share with you today all the information we can about the Petoskey Area Visitors Bureau with Diane Dakin. She's the assistant director and a 30-plus year veteran of the area and knows it well. And Diane, in that time, you've seen some changes, I think. Um, I I know that golf has always been a a thing, and for a number of years there were some great golf course expansions and additions that were going on up there. Um, So we want to talk about that, too. But right now, I'm I wanted to ask you about in that 30 years, three three decades, have you seen uh, some changes in terms of the wine industry and the brewing, um, some of the brew pubs that have popped up? Uh, tell me about your thoughts on what you've seen transpire the last several years. Well, certainly 30 years ago, there wasn't a winery to be had anywhere, uh, wow. nor, <laughs> nor uh, a brewery, I don't think. Uh, 20 years ago, there was one brewery in Boyne City that that didn't last and one in Petoskey that didn't last. And I think they were just ahead of their time, yeah. uh, really, for this small area. Now, in the last about nine years, we have seen a huge growth in the wine industry, the development of the special types of grapes grown here that really make this a spectacular place to make different kinds of wines. I mean, our wines don't taste like California wines. <laughs> They're different and unusual and uh, and way well, better. better. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, sister. I'm telling you, I have to tell you, a friend of mine was telling me, oh, I'm just not this or that or whatever. I go, listen, you might, you might have me at hello on 
red wines, but I got to tell you, if you're a white wine drinker and you want to you want to say anything um, about Michigan white wines up there, oh my gosh, we smoke it, and I'm telling you, it's a great great thing that's happened up there. So you've got to have some great wineries that that uh, you can ba- brag about in that area. Oh, definitely. Our our wineries really do rival the wine trails of Napa Valley, and here is a little bit different than some places in that we have we have small intimate wineries mm-hmm. odds are somebody that you talk to in your visit there is either going to be the owner or the owner's child <laughs> or the owner's girlfriend mm-hmm. um, these are smaller places which certainly can handle groups and definitely um, do a wonderful job but they're 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 definitely not the mass production places yeah um and beautiful um boyne valley vineyards is uh one of our newest ones they're doing a beautiful job and have entertainment out there petoskey farms vineyard has added on to you know they started out a small winery folks moved here from downstate sick of the rat race and started this winery which is you know, been added on to twice now, but still it's, it's intimate and there's a nice porch overlooking the vines and Mm -hmm. they just do a wonderful job in the summer. And then sometimes in the fall, you know, they serve the wood fired pizza along with you. Oh, yum. Are you kidding me? Wow. Yeah, that's really cool. (laughs) Um, Another one of the very popular wineries is Pond Hill Farm. Um, neat thing about Pond Hill Farm, which is located in Harbor Springs, oh, yeah. is that it was a family farm. So they have the fruits and vegetables and the plants, and you can watch when the piglets are there, and you can <laughs> shoot the squash rocket, and which is like the biggest slingshot you've ever seen. Oh, my. Um, and send that squash zooming out into the field <laughs> so there's stuff for the kids to do too yeah while well you, you know diane I'm, I'm i'm as i'm listening to you i, I i'm i wish i had a more comfortable chair because i'm just kind of getting relaxed just visualizing the places you're talking about and, and sitting out there with those views and having a glass of wine or or uh, or just a, some conversation whether it's somebody stringing a you know strumming a guitar or watching the kids run around exploring uh, some green grass instead of some of the concrete jungle we get we get connected to this is so well, so cool I'm having a glass of wine while I'm talking about it, so it makes it a lot easier. Oh, God bless you. That is awesome. I'm so proud of you. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, oh, my heart's ripped. Well, Diane, I just love the, I just love what's going on there. And I think when I think about you know um, these farms that have transferred and maybe transitioned into more profitable, if you will, ventures where they in, involve a little bit of agricultural tourism as well as looking for other venues where they can great they can gather greater revenue with what is just beautiful natural surroundings. So when we think about it, I don't know as though a lot of people will understand this, but one of the one of the blessings we have in the state of the many um, is the microclimates that the Great Lakes uh, create. And because of the west side of Michigan and the Lake Michigan shoreline, the microclimates create some some uh, very unique scenarios that makes agriculture in the state of Michigan second in terms of diversity. 
only to the state of California. And so when you think about those people, their abilities to raise grapes with great character, it's because we've got um, some landscape that is truly as rivaled as the California West Coast scenario. And you're, you're seeing it right there in what you're describing. So with, yes. with this, if, if I wanted to spend an afternoon doing a wine tour with my group, I could do that pretty easily, it sounds like. Very definitely. And even if you're not with a group, we would we would definitely suggest doing something like that. There's companies that will drive you oh, yeah. while you do a wine tour. And the great thing about the Petoskey Wine Region is they also have a wine passport. So for $30, you buy the passport, and then you get a $5 discount on each of the wine tasting, a wine tasting at each of the wineries. Man. And they don't expire. So it's not like you've got to come drink your way through the wineries. You come up and enjoy two or three the first time you're here and... <laughs> And then come back and well, do it again. Well, officially, uh, the Disney Park Hopper Pass and the uh, Petoskey Area Wine Pass Passport, that's what those two, my favorite tickets of all time. So, Diane, I'm so <laughs> glad you're with us. So glad you tune into the Michigan Business Network. This is Michigan Corners, and we're going to be right back. Winter is coming. Whether you downhill, snowboard, or cross-country ski, we are the destination to answer your call for adventure. Our family package starts at just $155, including lodging, lift tickets, and breakfast for four people. And the best part, we're just minutes from I-75 in Gaylord. Make your reservation today at treetops.com or give us a call at 888-TREETOPS. So clock out, drop in, and visit us at Michigan's most spectacular resort. Thanks for tuning in to the Michigan Corners. This is the Michigan Business Network, and we're so grateful to have with us what I'm going to go out on a limb on and say Petoskey Area Expert. How's that? Diane Dakin, she just knows all about that beautiful area kissed by God, and I'm so glad she's with us today to learn more about it. You know, we just got done talking about uh, some of the amazing things that have happened in terms of the wineries and agricultural changes that have that have happened up there. Uh, you know, I've been stomping around Michigan for a lot of years, probably probably uh, 40 years ago going into that area. And, and it was truly a, a farm area, but now we've got so many other things happening with the wineries and, and some of the tourism opportunities that are up there. So when you think about um, uh, wineries, anything else you wanted to share with us on with regard to the, the wine tours and some of the other things that are going on up in that area? Well, I really think that if people are very interested in the wine. Again, I, I really suggest buying that wine passport and checking out all of our wineries because they're not only are they intimate and personal, they're also very different from each other. They're mm. very unique from Maple Moon, who has, you know, the world's first maple winery, to <laughs> Rebecca, who only takes reservations and, you know, does some shows and that kind of things out there and Mackinac Trail. Uh, who has resort pike vineyards as well, and do and they do some ciders and some sparkling wines. So a, a lot of variety in the wineries that are here. You don't feel like you're just kind of moving through a plant. So I would suggest the wine passport. Also, for anybody that's interested, if you go to Petoskey.wine, 
You okay. can also get there from my website. But if you go to Petoskey.wine, on there is a, a brand new video that was released, I want to say, three weeks ago. It's kind of like a mini documentary of how these wineries came to be and what makes our wineries a little bit more unique and different here. So I suggest you click on that website and um, maybe take a look at that video there, oh, very too. Very cool. Well, that's great. I appreciate that tip. And you know, uh, and do you know who did that? Did that uh, documentary? I should be able to tell you that, and I can't. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I didn't know if it was a local or whether it was a national firm that came in from the outside was, to take a look at Michigan it. Company. Very nice. Well, we always appreciate those kind of efforts and, and a little bit of uh, of uh, opportunity to see it when you see it on TV, and then you have a chance to go visit it in person. It just it kind of is a really cool experience, and so that's always fun. Well, when we when we talk about um, um, the area, you know, uh, it's not just uh, getting out and seeing all the wineries and all the all the spectacular views. There's also uh, uh, just a plethora of great outside activities that can happen out there too, right? So what are some of the other things that we can do when we uh, either throw our, our winter jacket on or we put on a pair of shorts and head for the outside? Well, there are some great things to do um, starting out with hiking. And the hiking isn't you have to huff and puff and sweat your brains out. <laughs> there are some short trails that are just really nice and well-maintained. Uh, by the Little Traverse Conservancy. If you want to huff and puff. <laughs> We've got that option. <laughs> yeah, we do have that option. And, you know, one of my favorite places to go is Avalanche Preserve in Boyne City, which you can hike a couple miles up one side of the hill, or you can take 462 steps to the top and just have a stellar view of Lake Charlevoix up there. So mm, how about that? lots of different hiking trails. A new place that opened last year is the Oldfield Family Viewland. Once upon a time, it was the Little Traverse Bay Golf Course. Oh. Um, beautiful course, but the owner decided to sell. Um, it went to a developer, and Conservancy bought it from the developer. Hmm. So they have turned that golf course into conservancy properties. So you can go out and hike and see the views are, you know, views of the lake, and it's just spectacular up there. So that's a great place to go hike. Well, those are great and several, tips. And now, several others. In this case, would this be something where they would go to find out more about that? Do they go on your website, or, or are they going to go to these each of these organizations' websites? You can find, I hope, just about everything that you need on our website, which mm. is PetoskeyArea.com. Nice. And hopefully it's really easy to navigate, and you can find information about all of these different places with direct links to, you know, to the Viewlands and to Little Traverse Conservancy and yeah. to our bike trails, which are also numerous and mm. beautiful. So tell me about, you know, the, the, the other obvious thing is that whether it's a Lanson or whether it's, uh, um, you know, Harbor, Harbor Springs, you've got, you've got the, uh, the, the features of the, of the waterfront. Um, are there charter boat uh, fishing opportunities or sailing opportunities and that kind of thing uh, to get out on the water with, with either individually or with your group? Uh, in the summer, there is uh, a sailing company, which is actually down in Charlevoix. Our oh, friends, uh, our yeah. friends in Charlevoix, our neighbors. Um, there's the Pointer Boat in Harbor Springs that runs in the summer, which is a cool little historic tour along the shoreline of Harbor Springs. The Little Traverse Bay Ferry opened last year and will take you between Petoskey, Harbor Springs, 
and the Bay Harbor, and that should run at least through Labor Day. That's a lot of fun because, you know, a lot of people come up here, and, and if you if you don't have a boat or didn't have a boat, yeah. sometimes it's a little overwhelming to think about renting one and taking it out yourself. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. The old three-hour tour. <laughs> right, right. Um, the Little Traverse Bay Ferry is a great way to get out and see the communities from the water and, you know, just go from community to community without having to get in your car and maybe start out in Petoskey and go to Harbor Springs and have lunch and, you know, that kind of thing. Just endless, endless possibilities, Diane. And we're just so excited about it. So grateful that you're spending time with us here on the Michigan Business Network. This is the Michigan Corners. We're exploring Michigan. We're glad you came along with us. We're going to go take a few message breaks right now. We'll come right back. Hi, this is Chris Holman, and as past chair of the National Small Business Association and a small business owner myself, I understand when you run a business, you rely heavily on your computer network. Now, you cannot afford lost data, lost customer information, and that's why you should trust your technology needs to ASK. Contact ASK at 877-ASK-4ASK for a free audit and analysis of your technology needs. That's 877-ASK-4ASK. Or find them on the internet at www.justask.net. ASK, taking the hassle out of technology so that you can run your business. You found the Michigan Corners here where we're exploring Michigan together here on the Michigan Business Network. We're so glad that Diane Dakins is with us. She's the Assistant Director, Petoskey Area Visitors Bureau. And Diane, as we think about, um, you know, I know you and I got this beautiful, sparkling uh, summer day that we're talking right now, but um, it's not too early to start planning for fall. And when I think about fall, I got married in October, and we went on some beautiful uh, um, uh, fall color tours. And I, man, there's nothing like that when you've got the sparkling water of Lake Michigan uh, in the background, and all the other inland lakes that are around the area, and then these uh, these uh, uh, kind of hilly, mountainous areas of Boyne City and Boyne Mountains. I mean, it's there's there's something cool about your area. Tell me about what happens in the fall up there, and how fun it can be. Oh, it is beautiful here in, in the fall, from the reds and yellows and oranges, which are everywhere, to get out on the hiking trails and that type of thing. And there are different ways to see those colors. You know, perhaps you want to get on and do a zipline adventure at Boyne Highlands or Boyne mm. Mountain, or take a scenic chairlift ride, which is just, you know, the ziplines are not for everybody, but they are adventuresome and really, you know, from a child to an older person, you can do those zipline adventures if that's your thing, and they're a lot of fun. Um, but also the chairlift rides really are, it doesn't matter who you are, pretty much, you can get on and yeah. do a chairlift ride, and the views are spectacular. That's funny that you, the- that you say that. I was just at a wedding this weekend, and, and uh, we were doing chairlifts up to the top of the hill, um, and and had the ceremony up there. And to your point, um, one of the young men escorted the two grandmothers on the chairlift, and they, it was perfect. So honestly, you might think, well, I don't have skis. I, they, these scare me. Are you kidding me? It was a great, wonderful ride to the top. And I got to believe the views you can see in your at some of the locations, whether it's over in Boyne Mountain or whatever, has got to be incredible. 
It is. It's just gorgeous. And it's kind of a family thing. You know, I, when my grandkids are here, I can take them out to do the zipline adventure. But when my 90-year-old dad's here, we go do the scenic chairlift rides. And, you know, so everybody's happy. Love it's it. kind of something for everyone. Yeah. And Segway tours are also a cool way to get uh. around. And uh, we have a new ATV company that's been taking people out on uh, on the trail. So a lot of fun outdoor spread out and enjoy the fresh air activity. Well, tell me about the Segway. Is that something somebody can rent up in that area? It is. You can do that at Boyne Mountain and get out on the trail system and uh, even learn a little bit about the history of the area. Well, I've always said on a Segway, the first 15 minutes, you're a little nervous. The second 15 minutes, you're very confident. And the third 15 minutes, you should go get some uh, prepared to get hurt because you're overconfident. <laughs> so, But those right. things are so cool and a lot of fun. I didn't realize you had something like that up there. Well, Yeah, it, it, we, we do. And we have just a few minutes left in our, in our conversation. I want to make sure that I give you Anything else you want us to know about uh, your amazing spot in the world? Well, I'd also remind people that this is a super place to come fish mm. and kayak. So keep those things in mind. Um, there's so much to tell. I, I just I love this area and I love to share everything about it. So um, we'd love to have your groups come up and stay with us. And if you want to check out the area beforehand individually, please do. Um, our visitors bureau is kind of a full service visitors bureau. We have a toll free phone number you can call and talk to a real live human if you want to uh-huh. send us a message through facebook or send an email um we're here to answer any questions that you may have or try and send you in the direction that's going to make you happiest so diane if i'm a meeting planner and i want to have a conference up in your area um can you uh, if i called who would i talk to you would want to talk to Suzanne Sykes. She's our new director of sales, and she is happy to help. And what's her number? How do we how do we get a hold of her? You call 800-845-2828. Awesome. And then, of course, the, the, uh, the website. I know you've given it a couple times again, but one more time for us, if you would. We are at PetoskeyArea.com. Very good. So I'm going to ask you, we've just got a couple minutes left. I'm going to ask you, you personally, what's your favorite thing to do in the area? That puts you right on the spot. What do you think? (laughs) Well, we know I like the wineries. Yeah. (laughs) It's like driver. Let's go to the next winery. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. I I personally do love the hiking trails. Mm. The golf courses here can't be beat, but really one of my absolute favorite things to do is to get a takeout meal from one of the many wonderful restaurants or maybe something from Petoskey Cheese, find a park bench or put the blanket in the grass and watch one of our million dollar sunsets. Well, you know, you just you just raised the bar there because I know you have some great restaurants there, and they might be shorthanded on staff and everything else. But man, you could probably help everybody uh, world if you decided to uh, grab their um, meal to go and take it out and go enjoy the scenery. So what a what a brilliant idea! Thank you for sharing that. Well, Diane, look, I I just want to humbly say thank you for being a part of this. Have you enjoyed it? 
I have very much, and I so appreciate that uh, that you had me on the show. Thanks so much. Well, it is a privilege and an honor. And, of course, you know, I like to say that uh, that here at Michigan Corners, we're trying to explore all parts of Michigan, all corners of Michigan, so that everybody can understand just the gem that we have here as a state. It's one of the most beautiful places on the planet, bar none, and I've been to quite a few. And so I'm, I'm, I'm boldly saying that and believe it. And one of the most sparkling, shining shores that we have is the Petoskey area with Harbor Springs, a Lanson, uh, I would say Bay Harbor, uh, Boyne Falls and Boyne City, as well as Petoskey. So those are just great spots in the world. Diane, you are a blessing to us. Thank you so much. You're a wonderful ambassador for your area. We wish you all the best as we come screaming out of the pandemic into great brand new heights and great abundance up in the greater Petoskey area. This is Vic Versero here on the Michigan Business Network. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of Michigan Corners. We'll see you around the corner.